All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today, we've got the very talented Danny Young. Thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, thank you. So, you've been playing drums for like 18 years, right? Oh, gosh, yes. So I'm aging myself. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been playing here in Nashville? Uh, so this is actually my second time living in Nashville. So, the first time I moved to Nashville was in 2010. Okay. And my move actually got postponed because of the flood. So, I was oh, supposed yeah, to big move. Flood that week uh and i had a couple friends that were like yeah you might want to hold off a second so, so it was before it was like as the flood was happening yes, you were i was move? supposed to be moving down oh from gosh. wisconsin yeah um so first time in 2010 for a couple years and then uh i've been back again now three years okay cool well you've been uh racking up a lot of uh notable things that you've been doing you've been playing with eastland lucy silvas is that, am i saying that right mm-hmm. lucy silvas Thompson Square, Brandy Clark, Lindsay L., and of course Dan Tominski. Uh, you tour with him pretty yes. heavily, uh, uh, which is kind of funny because when I auditioned for him, I had neglected to look up who he was. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like oh he has fourteen Grammys. Okay, yeah right. <laughs> well, see, I'm glad I didn't though, because I mean I knew enough of his music once I realized who he was, but I think I would have been scared crapless going into bit more that nervous. audition. Oh yeah, had I known. Yeah. So how did that happen? Did it, like who reached out to you to to audition? Do you have like an agent? Uh, actually, a buddy of mine was friends with his day to day, and she had asked him to audition on guitar. Oh, okay. And then she happened to show up to his show that I was playing drums on, and then she asked me if I would be interested in auditioning as well. So okay, awesome. it was just kind of a random coincidence of being in the right place at the right time and having the right person in the audience. That's really cool. So you're you're touring pretty heavily with a lot of these people. How do you balance like life on the road and uh, just hectic, you know, traveling? That's, that's always the challenge. Um, the switching back and forth between the crazy road life and getting back home into the normal, you know, home life. everything. Yeah, yeah, fixing up the house and mm-hmm. raking the leaves, and you know, that's always the the thing that I probably struggle with the most. Um, and for me, the the trick that I'm still working on but getting better at is telling myself to slow down when I get home. Oh, okay. Because there's a, there's a weird pace that happens when you're on the road of just kind of go, 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 even though you're not necessarily doing a lot uh-huh. all the time. Um, you just get used to this really high pace, high energy lifestyle. So when I come home, it's almost manic. Oh, okay. Uh, so... Kind of like myself to slow down, I think, is the, the so, most important lesson. So, like, you know, you're done with the show, you're hurrying up, getting ready to go to the next place, and yeah, right. stuff like that. Yep, hurry, tear down. Yeah, um, but yeah, even when you're even after sound check and you're you know, you're chilling out before the show, like you're you're still quickly eating and oh, hanging yeah. out with your friends and meeting up with people that are coming to the show, you know, that right. you happen to haven't seen in three years, and it's just kind of always you know, something new in every single city. So. So on average, on the in the past year, how how long do you stay home? Uh, but from periods of being on the road, right now it's I guess it's probably about fifty fifty, um, just because I do do quite a bit of uh, studio work in town as okay. well. Okay, so so um, do you do studio work for specific artists or just whoever calls you up? And there's a lot of random indie stuff that I'll end up getting called for. A lot of it over at uh, forty one fifteen okay. over in East Nashville. So I do a lot of stuff for Taylor and Dewey over okay. there. Awesome. Um, but then I also so I used to live in New York and I played Broadway shows and I studied classical percussion actually uh, wow. in college. 
So when I moved to Nashville the first time, it was actually to play the Nutty Professor musical with Jerry oh, wow. Lewis and Marvin Hamlish. Wow. Um, so I actually came to Nashville doing Broadway stuff, like New York Broadway. Okay. Um, but I really quickly int- got introduced to the scene of people that do all the studio work for Broadway, for Disney, for uh, SeaWorld, that sort of stuff. Oh, um, wow. So... I ended up getting connected with uh, the guy that does all of the music for Hal Leonard's Music Express magazine, which is, I mean, we're doing 25 songs every couple weeks. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so they keep me very busy, but it's a lot of sight reading, a lot of kind of, you know, on the fly, yeah. figuring stuff out. But yeah. So when you were doing mu- musicals in New York, did you have like a studio apartment? I mean, pro- <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I had a, a, about a, you know... A small ten, ten little cubby. by six foot room <laughs> with six roommates paying nine hundred dollars a month. So, so what's the contrast of New York living Nashville? Do you like Nashville a lot better? Oh, Nashville is just yeah, it, it's night and day different. Um, became a pretty dark person. I'm for those of you don't, that don't know me, I'm pretty peppy and hyper yeah, and always positive all the time. <laughs> uh, so New York, yeah, New York got me a little dark and gloomy after a while. So. I just kind of decided that going back to Nashville was was the right choice. Yeah, I saw this funny meme. It was like, you could New York City is the only place where you can just start crying in the middle of the street and nobody <laughs> will care. <laughs> That's so true. I did it many times. <laughs> well, I also want to bring up your company, Bald Man Percussion. Um, yeah. You produced a product called the Junk Hat, which is really awesome. I've seen you out live playing it, which is really cool. Yeah, so my buddy uh, Mike McKee and I created the company, and Mike McKee's the drummer for a group Delta Ray. Okay. Um, and I actually met him when I was touring with a big machine act, uh, the Church Sisters, so we were opening for Delta Ray. Oh, okay. And he and I just kind of started geeking out about percussion instruments and, you know, the random things that we do on gigs to make them sound cooler. Yeah. And a week after I landed the Dan Tominsky gig and I had listened to the album, I was like, wow, there's a lot of programming on this uh-huh. man it'd be cool to build an instrument now i i also own a furniture building company that i do myself so i do a lot of woodworking but as far as the sound design i wasn't sure what direction to go to pull off this programmed sound that uh-huh. dan was doing so i immediately called my buddy mike and i was like hey would you want to work on this project just thinking you know this would be a one-off and he'll get one and i'll get one and then we'll move on mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, you know, a year down the road from pitching the idea and we've already sold almost a hundred of them. Oh my gosh. And started pre-selling. We've already got 25 pre-sold for our next batch. Wow. Which comes out in another week. So, so for those that don't know about this, it's a, it's a wood, you can describe it. It's like a wooden thing on a hi-hat with a chain. Yeah. Kind of like it's on the chain. Basically the same concept as a hi-hat. Uh, so you put it on a hi-hat stand so it opens and closes using your foot. And the top is wood with chain basically weaving in and out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the bottom is a trash can lid that we hand hammer and then flip upside down, which is basically the bottom symbol of the hi-hat. So you can open it and close it, which then drops the chain on the uh, trash Crash can thing. lid, which makes like that swampy Americana <laughs> yeah. kind of noise, crunchy. And then if you leave it closed and you hit it, it sounds just like an 808 clap sample. That's really so cool. So kind of multi-use, but really unique. Uh, and he and I had never seen anything else, you know, 
out there that even remotely approached that type of sound. So something yeah, that's, really cool. That is really cool. And, you know, to pitch it, I saw that on Instagram you were doing a Black Friday sale. So yeah. I'm going to air this probably later this week. So before Thanksgiving, you can go <laughs> check it out, Black Friday. Um, but yeah, I texted uh, Dan Tominski to see if I could play the Southern Gothic track, um, which, you know, uses that kind of synth sound. That was and, the reason this was created, was yeah. for that song. So. And he was like, of course. And I, so I'm going to play it right now. Here is Southern Gothic by Tominski.
All right, everybody, that was Southern Gothic by Dan Tominski, and uh, you can go out and see some shows with Danny playing drums on it, so... Yeah. For sure. Um, but I want to bring it back to your your Broadway life. Uh, you you mentioned that you work with Jerry Lewis, and he, he has passed away now, but what was it like uh, working with him? That was maybe one of the most eye-opening experiences, I think, of my life, because... Uh, I grew up, I mean, I, I literally owned every VHS of everything he had ever done. Really? That's wow. how big of a fan I was. That slapstick humor has always kind yeah. of, you know, been my, my, my favorite. So when I saw that the musical was coming out, I spent the next month and a half hunting down every single person I possibly could that I knew was involved in the show uh-huh. to try and somehow get in there. <laughs> That's amazing. And somehow the, the universe, you know, let Worked it actually happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, what, what, was the, what was the actual uh, gig that you worked with him on? What, was that the... It was the Nutty, the Nutty Professor, Professor musical. Okay. Yeah. So he was actually directing it. He wasn't in it. Okay. Um, he was... There was another guy, Michael Andrews, that was playing Jerry Lewis's part. Gotcha. But okay. he actually convinced Jerry to work on it because he was a Jerry Lewis impersonator, and he had actually worked with Jerry in the past. Oh, wow. Um, he was incredible. That's awesome. I saw the other musicals that you worked on was the Green Day... And uh, the Queen, what was mm-hmm. the the what was that one called? Uh, we will rock you. We will rock you. Yep. And I actually had to audition for Roger Taylor and Brian May to get that gig. So oh, that was, awesome. that was a crazy experience. Yeah. And have you seen their new movie or the Bohemian Rhapsody thing? I haven't yet. Uh, I haven't seen I've it either. I want to pretty see much it. been on the road since. But my buddy Mark Martell actually did all the vocals for it. For oh it. wow! So, yeah, I have to go see it. Yeah, I got to go check that out. I hear it's good. Well, let's go. Yeah, let's go right now. Let's let's ditch it. <laughs> but before we go, I want to talk about your your Saturday morning show that you mentioned uh, on A and E, and you co-host a three hour block of a kind of do it yourself home improvement show. Yeah. Um, it's I, funny hearing all of this stuff in one spot because it's the most random <laughs> compilation of things. But I mean, you're doing a lot of one things. person does it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I ended up subbing playing drums for a country singer, Ruthie Collins. Uh-huh. And she also does interior design, so her and I had just kind of hit it off on the road talking about, you know, woodworking and interior design and how we could kind of combine them. Yeah. And then she bought a house, so I ended up remodeling basically her entire house with her. Okay. And we started filming some of it and putting it online. Well, fast forward a couple weeks down the road and somebody at William Morris in Los Angeles saw some of our videos and just started randomly pitching it to networks as a show opportunity. Wow. And we ended up getting four offers. And A&E uh, picked it up? And A&E was the one that we accepted. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so they, they flew us out to Los Angeles and wined and dined us and showed us a bunch of our different options. We picked A&E and then, yeah, we've been on Saturday mornings now for almost a year and a half. So how do you find time to do that with all your road work? Like, do you... Luckily, luckily all the filming is done in about a four-day period. So we'll fly out to New York, we'll start at 7 a.m., film until 9 p.m., four days in a row, and then you're done for a six-month period. Wow, that's awesome. Well, what's what's next for you um, as far as, like, musically? Um... Just kind of looking forward to this next year. Uh, I feel really good that I'm finally in a place that I'm working with all artists that I I admire as people and musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, most hired guns can probably say that that doesn't always happen. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. You always have to do things that you might not you don't necessarily want to enjoy. But uh, I yeah, I'm really looking forward to the musical journey for this year and 
yeah, getting to play some really amazing shows with really amazing artists. That's great. Well, thanks again for stopping by and sharing your story. And uh, where can we find more information? You got a website that we can go to? Yeah, uh, dannyplaysdrums.com. Okay. Or uh, Instagram is kind of where I'm most present, and that's at Danny Young Drums. All right, awesome. Well, thanks again. This has Thank been uh, great, and uh, I hope to see you on the road again soon. All right, thanks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Johansson. A special thanks to Danny Young for being our guest this week, sharing his incredible resume and being such a great guy. You can also check us out on the web, NotableNashville.com. Send us an email if you'd like to be on the show. And until next week, thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. <laughs>